Hello all and welcome to a new episode of Injury Time with me Sandeep here and uh, to join me today to discuss India's performance in the last international game week is Mihir Vasavda a man who has simultaneously covering both hockey and Indian football and still your heart is all still fine isn't it Mihir Yeah it's just made me immune to all the uh, romantic heartbreaks that uh, one goes through in life uh, that's that's the side effect of it Yes, so you're preparing like just like the Indian team, you're preparing for. Uh, yeah, 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 but 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 uh, I hope I hope uh, like the Indian teams, uh, you know, failed attempts at World Cup and the dream of qualifying for the World Cup, my thing doesn't end up as a dream or a failed attempt always. Oh, okay, but, but ensure that you don't say eight years from now. Go for the, the next four years from now. <laughs> I think everything will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> or or also, I need to ensure I don't have a big. Uh, I mean, big gang trying to set me up or something, you know, <laughs> like not a federation <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> so, as the Sunil Chetri of Indian uh, hockey and football journalist, uh, how how big do you think the performance was uh, on Qatar? Phenomenal result, but <laughs> okay, I'm saying that that comparison of of uh, calling me Chetri of hockey and football journalism. is as yeah. embarrassing for me as i think it would sunil when people call him uh, highest goal scorer with ronaldo and messi so oh okay yeah yeah i don't think he's particularly impressed with that <laughs> so uh as so we yeah, start what, what a week what a week no what a week what a week yes uh, so let's start with the qatar game and then move to the oman one yeah that's a good auspicious beginning i guess Yeah, yeah, because very seldom do we get auspicious beginnings. So let's go right down. <laughs> so, uh, in in your eyes, t- t- what did you think about the game? Uh, okay, so I mean, it it did appear uh, to be uh, Gurpreet Singh Sandhu versus Qatar for the longest time. Uh, we I, I, so there are two things to it. I mean, we knew that the the pattern that would play out against Qatar. We knew that you know they would. dominate us uh, all the time and it would be backs to the wall for him but uh, i saw the replay next morning and uh, uh, you know i saw all the shots that they managed uh, on target and uh, i don't know if it was by design or by accident but india did have a crazily good structure in that uh, they they choked the center center of the field they pushed qatar to wider areas they crowded the box uh, which forced them to take shots from long ranges and gurpreet is uh, unbeatable almost uh, from from a distance so tactically i think uh, india were pretty solid and the fact that they could do it for the entire 90 minutes is very impressive against a team like qatar yes uh, absolutely i mean considering what we just saw 3 4 days before uh how after 70 80 minutes we just kind of crumbled and started giving away the ball and it looked like they were yeah. going to concede in the oman game qatar maybe not so much so for me it looked like uh, qatar was was not maybe like right on it and india did what they had to do to completely you know restrict them and like i said the crosses were not actually great when they did find space so uh, but overall do you think it in mean There's no question, but overall, do you think it's an improvement? Oh, uh, it is, it is, it is. No, no doubt, right? I mean, uh, 
uh, result as significant as this one. So even though this is a draw, uh, there were also someone trying to suggest, some people trying to suggest that this draw is actually bigger than India's win against UAE in 2001 in Bangalore. Uh, that was also a World Cup qualifier. Uh, well, I don't know. That debate, I think, uh, will be will be open. But I understand uh, uh, why people think this is a bigger uh, bigger result because a Qatar obviously the hosts of the next World Cup. Right now they're playing at a different level, and also there are only three countries, right? Brazil, Argentina, and Colombia, who have stopped Qatar from scoring this year. And the fourth one is India. Yeah, imagine the imagine the odds of that happening. Yeah. So um, there is, in terms of the match in itself, what stood out for you most? I mean, for me, it was like it's lost, tactical... lost you there, man. Oh, sorry. So uh, in terms of the match itself, what stood out for you the most? Because for me, it was like you said, the structure of the team in defense, the transition from I think the four-three-three variants to four-four-two, and then it, it, they did the same against Oman. So, but and they were very disciplined. So, what stood out for you? Uh, I think uh, uh, the performance in the second half. Actually, uh, I expected India to like, like you mentioned, right? Against Oman, after sixty seventy minutes, uh, they crumbled. I expected something similar uh, as well in Qatar, but the fact that uh, India were more purposeful in the way they approached the second half. Like the first half, they hardly caught out of their own half. I mean, most of the match was played in India's box. Second half, at least, there was an intent to have a go at Qatar's goal. And it was right from the 45th minute till the 94th minute. Uh, And uh, to think that when the final whistle blew, the ball was in Qatar's uh, box, showed that, uh, you know, they weren't just thinking about defending all the time, even though they could have been a little more adventurous and when uh, for the for the few opportunities. That, but uh, the approach in the second half was very refreshing to see for me. Uh, I don't know how how you saw it. What what was your take of it? Uh, yeah, same. It's, it's a similar one because uh, I thought in the end of the game, I if the game had gone on for uh, say another ten minutes. Maybe India would have scored because uh, Qatar was a little bit desperate. They were throwing mm-hmm. men forward. They were out of shape. And India was hitting on counters. Udanta twice, thrice. He went very close to the box. And they couldn't handle his pace. Uh, it yeah. makes you wonder what would have happened if he had an equally uh, you know, purposeful ringer on the other side. Because the outball was or, always Or, you know, what would have or happened Mandir. if uh, was playing. Yeah, yeah exactly. So he get went. I, I in Chetri when I spoke to him yesterday said the same thing. He he thought another ten minutes and maybe India could have nicked one. Uh, imagine the situation if India nicked one more goal and yeah, not one more goal, one goal and won the game, considering the, uh, the the aura surrounding the draw as it is. So what do you oh, think yeah. of the reaction that has uh, subsequently come <laughs> since the draw? Uh, that's going to be a tricky one to answer, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. I understand uh, why people are elated and over, uh, over the moon, but certain bit is I feel over the top. I think there needs to be caution restrained. Uh, uh, I'd be I'd celebrate like this if we got uh, all twelve points against uh, Bangladesh and Afghanistan. I'll wait yeah. till then. What do you think? Yeah. 
Absolutely, because those are the games that you should be winning. And uh, yeah. first, you have to win the ones that you can win before you, you know, try and get nick points of better teams. I mean, Oman was mm. probably one of those games. If we had a little bit more match practice behind us and fitness, maybe we could have done it. I'm not yeah. sure because, yeah. again, I'm not sure because they keep conceding late goals. Uh, and the tendency yeah, of India is to hit and sit. That doesn't seem to work, does it? Yeah, the moment they score goals, they just feel that the match is over and it's not a golden goal kind of... Uh... Yeah, it's a mentality thing, isn't it? It is. It is a mentality thing more than a fitness thing. Uh, Stimash, I think, was right when he said that the fitness is not as big an issue as it's made out to be. But uh, what he didn't mention, I think what is the issue is the mentality. We saw it against Bahrain... Uh, and yeah, in the in the in the Asian Cup. Well, in the Asian and we saw, yeah in the Asian Cup where uh, from the first minute to the last, uh, when there was no need to be ultra defensive, the team budget team just went into this zone where uh, uh, it was backs to the wall all the time. So I'm going to float a theory here. Just uh, let me know if it makes any sense <laughs> to you. Bring it on. So, <laughs> so uh, I think India. Considering uh, considering what how we look at ourselves, maybe uh, in the pecking order of world football, we look at ourselves as a small team. So, uh, which we are, to be fair. Uh, whenever we go and play against a bigger opposition, you come out guns placing first 20-30 minutes, you're all over them. If you nick a goal at that mm-hmm. time, well and good, otherwise no. But the mentality, the moment you score a goal is, okay, now we have to defend this goal. There is never an thought about, uh, okay, they might, they are better than us technically. They can wear us mm-hmm. down in 50, 60, 70 minutes. And the last 10 minutes, they can kill us. That thought maybe is not there because every time they scored, I saw them sit back. And like you said, starts from the Asian Cup or maybe before, I don't remember very clearly though. But right. do you think there is a mentality thing that because we are... Uh, we look it's at so it's a small. great point actually. It's it's a great point you make. And... and uh... So, yeah, I, I was having this conversation with another friend of ours, uh, Vishnu from the New Indian Express, uh, yeah. after the... And, uh, like, both of us actually kind of had a very similar point that, that you make right now. In the sense that uh, uh, during the 2015... Uh, qualifiers uh, we would be happy if india lost by a two or three goal margin or iran or even qatar for that matter they would stand uh, how much uh, the team has improved in terms of uh, the potential there is in the team to actually beat these guys. it's not just you know get a draw and or, or have, be happy with a 3-0 defeat in that sense, there is an improvement. But at the same time, when you when you say mentality, I think since spoke about the hockey team, there is a hockey parallel in the sense that, say for example, when, when the Indian hockey team plays a team like Australia, they have lost the match even before they enter the field. So they there is this massive inferiority complex, a small team complex, uh, where they generally are sitting back, defending all the time. And uh, it's again in those first 10-15 minutes, 
where if they score a goal they are absolutely delighted and they're just happy to then defend all the time and what happens is eventually a team like australia who are who have no short of who are never short of talent they find a way to score two three goals past you and that's i think what what is happening with indian football team as well it's 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 very much a mentality issue where they feel they're still inferior to a lot of teams in asia yeah i guess it's also stages of evolution you have to i suppose go through this uh, scenario and then get to the other side uh, now, i guess so. yeah it's so. yeah because yeah. yesterday uh, sunil chetri made a interesting point he said this one point is one of the biggest thing that has happened to us as a team because the next time when we come to the camp we'll come with more confidence knowing that if we perform to our level that we can hold the asian champions so that you know that is the ceiling oh yeah so, i mean i can't imagine i can't imagine the kind of uh, confidence booster this uh, goalless draw would be uh, if, i mean for the simple reason that india have sucked uh, away from home uh, they have yeah. never managed to get any results and to hold i mean again we uh, we we go back to the same point like qatar have scored goals for fun this year they scored against japan six against afghanistan you know they've been scoring at what almost three games or uh, three goals per game av- uh, on an average so for india to actually hold them goalless is a massive feat there is there is no denying that yeah and the interesting thing is this will also probably make the return like of the qatar game very interesting because india is probably not out of it then they oh, yeah. might be able to because yeah because they're going to play the other two teams winnable games so they'll be there and thereabouts for uh, for the top 3 4 maybe yeah so uh, yeah Yeah. So uh, that means uh, maybe I'll get to travel for the game, so which is a great, uh, <laughs> great incentive for me. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to ask you. So I'll just ask you because uh, yeah. So just just to keep it in the flow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but Sandeep, uh, uh, Qatar is is in next March. I think uh, India's campaign would be decided uh, by the end of November. how do you look forward to the next three matches uh, bangladesh home and then two tough away games at afghanistan and oman uh, i think bangladesh at home is very very winnable the uh, and uh, one of the things that maybe a uh, lot of people might not be interested in knowing or maybe not not uh, aware is afghanistan is a banana skin it is a winnable <laughs> game but it's a banana yeah. skin because they have they have, at the age group level also they are doing sort of okay and uh, they didn't come for the last uh, saf games did they no they they now play in central asia so yeah they so they, they, they decided to go there to up their level right that, that was the argument right. that they can go there and play yeah. against better teams so they made a very conscious decision on doing that and uh, before that in saf games maybe india's closest competitors were them Yeah, uh, and they also beat India, I think, right? In one of those yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. championships. Yeah, I think it was a big issue, right? When they beat India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> of course, it's better. <laughs> of course, it is. It's uh, yeah. So I think that those two games, if you if you get, like you said, twelve points from those games, or even nine points from those games, uh, Oman away is not going to. I don't think we are going to win or draw Oman away. But having said really? that, now. Uh, yeah Sorry? because there has so been a pattern it. right uh, well, i mean i certainly i'm 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 kind of uh, hopeful and i know it's an extremely dangerous territory because i'm i'm falling into the trap of an heartbreak again uh, 
but uh, i'm hopeful because i don't see uh, the qatar performance in isolation i mean if you go back to one year mm. uh, you know india india held china to a goalless draw at their home which to yeah. marcelo sopi ultimately being sacked then beating thailand twice and both those times thailand had to change their coaches again uh, they drew 1-1 against syria which was again a very commendable performance even though the yeah. tournament was uh, I mean, okay, it was a, it was a pretty uh, random tournament. Yeah, but there have been results, and and Qatar wasn't a, a flash in the pan. So no, 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 no. that makes me hopeful uh, for the Oman tie. I'm not saying India is going to win it, but uh, you never know if if they can nick a point there. Yeah, absolutely. And and considering also keep uh, the fact that you know the season will be on, so uh, the fitness levels will be different. They'll all be in the zone, and the confidence would be different. Unless you know they have lost uh, against Bangladesh or Afghanistan before that, and then that would completely change things. But if, say, for example, they they beat Bangladesh, they beat Afghanistan, then I think Oman should be a very interesting match. Yeah, I agree. You know, in fact, before the Oman game happened, and I remember uh, my colleague had traveled down to cover that game uh, because mm-hmm. I was traveling somewhere else for some other event. Uh, mm-hmm. and one of the conversation i had with him was uh, oman last time they played against india at home they won 2-1 in bangalore right which was kind of a closeish game because i think robin scored late and it was ruled out for offside and all those kind of stuff yeah 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 but yeah. it was a close game and i think i'm not mistaken in saying they had a draw against them in preparation for the asian cup right uh, behind closed doors mm-hmm. so uh, they had two pretty decent results and when they scored when india scored first against oman i actually personally thought okay finally this is a turning point because till then they were mauling them they were all yeah. over them and when the moment you got the goal and i was like okay now now maybe we can do something get one more and sit but mm-hmm. they never went for the next yeah and yeah i think after just the 24th minute they just sat back which was yeah, they so just, massive uh, inviting the teams to which which is fine because like in qatar's case when they really got desperate india had an out ball mm-hmm. to danta chante sees on the other side or ashik if he comes on the other side even chetri for that matter is all all quick players yeah. there is but i think the, the difference also yeah but the difference also is in the oman and the qatar game when we talk about the fitness and everything mm-hmm. is the fact that uh, india did not run as much as uh, the oman game against qatar positionally they were sound wasn't it Yeah. No, and yeah. positionally they were sound, and there wasn't like against Oman, they were going all out from the first minute. Like there was a lot of running down the wings, and there was a lot of attacking movements and stuff. Where, mm. Whereas against Qatar, you were just basically clearing, and there was a lot of last-minute tackles, and just just you know, not an attacking attacking play uh, as such. Yeah. So obviously they had uh, their energy levels reserved to to kind mm. of push in the last few minutes. Yeah, so I think that Udanda was dead on a seat at the end. Oh yeah, Udanta. He's uh, Udanta is playing at some other level actually. I I just wish he gets his uh, shooting a bit yeah, sorted. Hmm. Uh, they they did if, actually uh, have this conversation with someone with the club Bangalore FC, and they were talking about how Udanta uh, always <coughs> went out for the cross. Uh, mm-hmm. in his natural moments so they had to teach him to cut inside and he has a good shot actually so they asked him to cut inside and uh, they've been working on that so if you see 
the last mm-hmm. two seasons his productivity has gone up and his impact on games has gone up because now he's got the inside run and the outside run so uh, yeah the, he is actually think, developing so yeah. i think i'm good. sure i'm sure and i'm i'm, I'm also excited because ashrik is, is also yeah. from bangalore and i think i don't think there is a better place for a young player to develop uh, all said and done bangalore do that pretty well yeah they do but uh, there is a there is a possibility that you could have the indian front three start for bangalore sc so oh, that's true uh, and if yes. that happens it's well and good but uh, yeah it's also csc is also uh, a place where it's difficult for you to if you are not on it you are not going to make it like uh, i don't i am not blaming chencho or anything like that because he came here knowing that mm-hmm. he was fourth choice for a front three because it was all marked out in yeah. two chetri and this guy yeah. rudanta yeah. for him to break into it he has to break in as a striker which he is and he has to overcome miku and he couldn't mm-hmm. do it uh what for whatever reason maybe he was not developed enough uh, as a footballer he was very young and he couldn't maybe do it but he just scored two goals which were very important goals nonetheless uh so yeah. there is that thing also as a player you have to be ready to adapt because otherwise keen lewis is yeah. going to come on the left wing or they'll put uh, and it's the a young massive, boy yeah it's it's a massive pressure on the players but uh, i mean uh, i think it's also important that uh, you know these guys develop because uh, the biggest biggest takeaway which has kind of uh, flown under under the radar because of the qatar result is uh, the complete lack of absence of an alternate striker like if it's, it's almost like if we don't have chitri we don't know how to score goals no udanta is not getting you the goals which is the only minus point in his game now no one is actually getting you the goals yeah. i mean uh, in, in intercontinental cup it was narendra gelo to score the header yeah and uh, he's not going to score every match or every second match for you let's be honest yeah, yeah. so so where do you, if, if you had to pick uh, one thing which is the next question that i was going to again that's that's so no if you had to pick one um, thing to fix uh, in the national team as as of now which is the next question i was going to ask because uh, is what what would it be defense attack or midfield so for for me personally i think the midfield is probably the most settled one because i'm a big fan of sahal i love the way he uh, takes the players on and he can run past you know between the lines oh, yeah. and tapa is also what a what a shift he's putting in and he gets to oh, pick the true. pass yeah that's so true. i think midfield is okay oh. so what would you choose yeah i'm i'm side? genuinely excited about this midfield but uh, again i'll be very honest uh, we are still Yeah. No, we are still far away from a stage where uh, there is just one thing. There are multiple aspects. But uh, if you ask me to uh, kind of point to one, I think it's a very obvious one, uh, and it's the striker. I mean, God forbid if something happens to Sunil uh, ahead of the, say a Bangladesh or an Afghanistan match, if he's unwell or injury or whatever, uh, if he's unavailable for selection. i can't see anyone who who can score or whom we can totally depend you know and uh, against bangladesh and afghanistan india really really need to ensure that they get those for maximum points there uh, the fact that we don't have anyone to bank on uh, to to get us goals even against those teams 
says a lot about uh, the attacking abilities of this team. Yes, absolutely. And uh, do you see anybody there? Because Joby Justin was taken and then dropped. So no, I mean, I, I to be honest, I don't. I mean, you. But and and the and the fact is that you go all the way down to under fifteen level, and mm. uh, there is not one striker who who really excites you, or uh, or you know, I mean, if you talk about we we spoke about midfield, right? We mm. can talk about say ten midfielders in the country right now who can really. Uh, uh, I, I won't say walk into the national team, but at least uh, be at the same level uh, and and kind of push each other for a spot. So yeah, we are absolutely. we are sorted in that department. But uh, we just look for a position up front, and it's absolute dearth of talent uh, in the sense that uh, under fifteen, under sixteen, under nineteen, twenty three, there is no one who is standing out, uh, and that is a big challenge. I mean, if you if you look at uh, our match stats. I mean, we've had low ball position right from the age group teams to the senior teams, mm. and uh, again from the age group teams to the senior teams, we have not been scoring goals uh, regularly, and that is a big problem, I guess. Yeah, we often depend on uh, set pieces and all that kind of stuff to nick one here and there, especially yeah. in the age group team also. Exactly. The famous goals that we've scored. Have uh, whether it's the free kick against Argentina or the header against USA in the World Cup, it's all coming from set pieces. So, uh, so let's hope that changes. Uh, I think that is about all that uh, exactly. we have conversation about. Do you and have none of them are from the strikers. Sorry, no. I think that's pretty much covered up. I think we've touched upon, uh, spoken in depth about most issues that that came to our yeah. mind. Uh, we'll do an ISL pod separately for the listeners. Uh, we thought we'll just concentrate on the national team in this one. Uh, but the ISL teams have started their preseason. Excited about any of them? Oh, my only love in Delhi is now snatched away as well. <laughs> One watch uh, the matches at JLN. Uh, uh, they've now moved to Bhuvneshwar, so well, not much to look forward to from that point of view. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, at least some some freshness. I'm I'm keen. I'm excited to see how Hyderabad takes to football. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting. There's another uh, tidbit there. But yeah. uh, you you understand the dynamics of moving out of Delhi as a smart thing to do? Oh, it's it's absolutely the most obvious thing to do. I mean, uh, uh, I don't think Delhi. Uh, Warms up to any kind of sport, unless you know you have a politician there, and there are lots of free tickets uh, that are handed out. Uh, but genuinely, for the love of the sport, uh, you don't see people turning up to the stadiums. And uh, it was just a nightmare to watch Delhi play. Not because of the way they played; they, they, I think, uh, were not bad, yeah. that bad. Yeah, they're not a bad team to watch, but yeah. it's just crazy because you're in a sixty thousand seater stadium. With sixty people in from in the stands, and all those people are either journalists covering the match or people associated with the game in terms of logistics and event management. And yeah. uh, it's just very, very depressing to watch a match there. So I totally understand why they had to move out to Boon. Uh, but I don't know again, Bhuvneshwar, how many people will turn up every week for a football match? Yeah, that is also an interesting question. I am actually excited to see what how Kerala fans react to the new coach. And the new team. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So 
because last year lots to had... talk about in the next pod i guess yeah absolutely uh, yeah let's not get into all of that now because uh, we have a tendency <laughs> to keep on talking so yeah so uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll restrict this here uh, thanks so much mehir for your time uh, it's been always fun talking to you same here man same here it's always good fun to talk to you so let's Hello? catch up soon yeah let's catch up soon uh, yeah. and uh, you know let's do something hey, uh, will you be traveling for the games now any idea i doubt it because uh, no i really doubt uh, i'll be following them but no won't be traveling for those matches right now okay cool okay cool cool anyway uh, thank you so much listeners for listening to us thank you mehir for uh, coming on call and uh, having this conversation and uh, everyone just uh, keep watching yeah thank you everyone keep watching and enjoy the game